Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Small Business Survival Conversations. I'm here with my colleague, Anna Steinfest. Hi, Anna. Hello, everyone. And I'm Michael Troyer. And today, our topic is three things every small business owner should do. We're looking at you as a leader. I know, but uh, I'm sorry, Michael. When Michael suggested this topic at the beginning, I was just wondering, okay, now what are we going to talk about? Because a small business owner, we have to do a lot of things. And Michael just suggests only three things. Michael, (laughs) why did you come up with that particular topic? That's that's a good a good question. Uh, I actually came up with it because I think there are three things we often don't think about doing as a small business. There are lots of things we don't remember to do, but three these are three things kind of off our radar screen to some degree, and that's why I put them here. So they're, they're to challenge you a little bit because you are the company. Everywhere you go, people look at you and they say, "Oh, there's Anna. She owns that AFF Research. She's a CEO." Anna, and then they have a question for you. And you have to be prepared for that because you represent the firm and how you answer it's going to have an impact on its reputation. Scary, but it's where you are. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, every time you go in public, like Michael said, and you have been, you, you have someone is asking you a question, you have to make sure that your, your response is in line with your mission and will with your end goal and things like that. When you're in the corporate world, they tell you what you should do and what you should not say. But when you're a business owner, nobody tells you what to do and what not to do because you are it. You are the leader and you have to make sure that if you have, because maybe this is not your customer, this but you don't know this person who is asking you a question, who do they know and what kind of reputation you will transcend mm-hmm. out there in the public. You know how often we, we take a shower and in taking that shower, we begin to think of creative thoughts that don't normally come into our head. It's a perfect time to ask yourself, How can I prepare for today? So what if a customer walks up and says, I'm unhappy with your product? Or an investor comes up and says, are are you going to make any money, any profit this quarter so that I can feel comfortable about my investment? Or maybe an employee comes up and says, how come you're treating us this way? you got to be prepared for those questions and you got to have an answer. That's what we're talking about is the first step. Always be prepared for questions that might come your way unexpectedly from at least those three quarters, customers, investors, employees, but there may be others. The important thing is to be confident, have thought through perhaps how you might answer that question. And if you don't have an answer, at least have a really good reason to explain why you need a little more time to put that answer together. And And I really love, that is a great question. Let me research and get back to you. That is an answer you can give and then don't answer right away because sometimes I know that our impulse is like, I want to answer just to make sure that they know that I know. No, just take take a breather and say, okay, I'll get back to you. That will allow you time to think and see something you have not 
saw during your conversation or maybe, you know, there is few things you should check before you answer. So do us a favor and just postpone it if you can. If you cannot, of course, like Michael said, you have to be prepared to answer in some situation if they need your answer right away. The most important thing to that, I, let me research it a little bit, is that you have to follow up. If you don't, then you've hurt your reputation. They know you're you're just putting them off as opposed to really looking for that answer. All right. So we're always trying to prepare ourselves. It's kind of like an, an attorney never walks into the courtroom without knowing the answer that's going to be given to the question they're about to ask. If you don't do that, you don't win court cases. Well, that's what we're saying about always be prepared. But we also want to establish the right expectations when we talk to people. We want to set those expectations before others set them for us, both internally and externally. Any thoughts on that, Anna? How do we set expectations for others about us? Well, sometimes when you are answering some of these questions, you have to make sure that, you know, you surprise them and you go above and beyond of what, for example, what your customers are looking to provide. You have to make sure that you know what the, the expectations from you as a company, from the service you provided, from the product you're providing. I have an example. I just read this morning, in fact. It's a it's a cup out there that was used for coffee and, and cold drinks and whatnot. People carry it with them because it has a nice little handle, fits in the cup holder of the car. Young woman put online uh, a picture of her car that had been burned out two days ago, totally burned. She reaches in and in the middle of the car stands sits this call it's called a Stanley cup and she pulls it out and she shakes it and you can hear the ice is still in the bottom of that cup even though the whole car around it has burned I don't know if she said anything to the company but the Stanley cup company discovered that they went above and beyond they not only replaced her cup with another cup actually with two cups but they all also left a new car in her driveway that's going up quite a bit above and beyond but the point is I want to set expectations that I'm going to take care of you as a customer, but then I'm going to go a little bit above and beyond that. I, I, I carefully say, don't, don't, don't use the word. We want to exceed your expectations because everybody says that. Okay. I just want to do it. So you say, wow, that company did more than I expected them to do more than what they said they would do. Yes. I think an awful lot of companies fall short of their expectations and I get disappointed so establish the right expectations. Action speaks louder than words, Michael. So that's what you have to do. What we want you to do is to do it. Like Michael said, just do it. Nike says that. <laughs> just do it. Don't don't say it. Because yeah. people, once you say it, oh, okay, right now, everybody, Michael said it, everybody's saying it. Mm -hmm. No, be different. Don't even say anything. And people will be like, okay, and just do it. And then you are turning your customers of your advocate group. Yep. They will spread the word for you. You don't have to say it. They become your best marketing tool. Yes. Yes. And you don't have to spend a lot of money on marketing. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. I know that this particular uh, social media vine, I, I saw it and it's like it, it went viral. So Stanley did not. Pay well. I'm I'm happy to hear that. You know, they gave her new car, but the word and the viral influence on that, it, it's 
it's incredible. I'm sure they've paid for more than the car. And yes. I shouldn't say pay. I, I'm sure they've received back from a marketing standpoint for far more than the cost of that car. Now, they can't do that for everybody probably, but it's pretty impressive the way they followed through on it. And that's kind of neat. Yes. It also speaks to our third item today for small business owners to think about. And that's to maintain a positive perspective. <clears throat> We're in a tough time in our world today. It's not easy, or it's not hard, rather, to get a little down on things as, as the world unfolds in front of us. I think, however, as a small business owner, both for your employees and your customers and everybody else you meet, to be one of those positive persons. Anna, you can't see it because this is a podcast, but she has a wonderful smile. And that smile speaks always to her positive view of what's going on around her. That helps to build a company. Yes, you have to be passionate and you have to be looking at things. If they don't go your way, try changing your angle. And that will give you a different perspective. Maybe that you didn't get this particular contract. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe mm -hmm. you have to go back and revisit your production. Maybe you need additional help or your service you're providing, it's not up to par. Maybe if you could have got this contract that could the impact like the supply chain, uh, which right now is uh, uh, very challenging and things like that you have not looked at. So look, even if it's a bad thing, just try finding the silver lining in that particular thing and then look all the time positive. And when you talk to people, just make sure that you're optimistic because people like working with happy people because happiness spreads. Yes. And think about the things that make you happy personally. When you're in that moment where you where you find yourself sliding a little bit away from that positive perspective, then think about that thing you really love to do. I'm fascinated by the process of creative thinking and, and finding fresh ideas. When, when that frustration hits, I go back to work on a book I want to write one day and publish on, on creative thinking because it, it's so much fun. And it all gets away and my smile comes back and I'm ready to, to do other things. So we're very prone as small business owners to think we're the only ones in the world struggling with a particular problem. If you just reach out and you just ask, have you ever seen this problem before? You'd be surprised how many others are struggling with exactly the same challenge you're facing. And not perfectly the same, but close enough that you'll get support from your fellow small business owners and it'll pick you up because you're not alone. Yes. I do yeah. that all Peer-to-peer -peer mentoring or peer-to-peer -peer advising is extremely important. Just go to some of this networking event and be part of it. They will help you emotionally because as a small business owners, we need to turn for advice. We need to turn for empathy. We need to turn for support to somebody else to help us. Hey, you're doing a good job because we have a bad days, but make sure you stay positive. <laughs> I would propose that you build a list and you narrow it down to five, three, four or five other business owners, small business owners that you've gotten to know that you really like. Their number should be on the wall in front of you. And when the moment comes, that's who you call. Hey, can we get together this afternoon for a cup of coffee or maybe a beer or whatever and just talk it through? You need that. Yes. Do that. Yes. 
and text, sometimes just text, hey, I'm just checking on you. Because, you know, when you're checking on somebody else, some other business owner, they will check back. And sometimes, you know, sudden text, hey, you know, I care about you. How are you doing? You're not alone because humans, we are social creatures. We need this socialization. I think we've had a session here today on motivation of small business owners. Yes. <laughs> Two things business owners should do. Always be prepared. Always be thinking about the questions that may come your way that as owner, you need to be ready to answer. Establish those expectations others have and manage them. And I think Anna said it again and again, don't, don't promise it, do it. That's important. And third, keep that positive attitude going. Have those friends that you can call that'll help keep your game positive and moving forward. We wish you the best. Thank you, Anna. Good to be with you again this today. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Michael. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.